Yeah, you know you can't be mad at it. Hi, guys. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. And welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) We are really just out here having a day. Oh, God. It's time. It's time. (laughs) I'm not even going to do any intro. Let's just break it out. What are we drinking today, Sarah? We are doing a pumpkin beer taste test. (laughs) So we're big beer people. Yes. Yeah. Big beer people. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. for my gut health. Unfortunately, yeah. Because I always get like the worst like stomach issues after I have a night of drinking beer. Yeah. That I don't get when I have like liquor. Along with just severe bloating. Yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. Like, the bloating, the stomach issues, all together is just not not it. It's but, not it, but in the moment, it is but it. But it is. I'm a girl who likes to go and have a good beer. And I always feel like my drunks, when like when I'm drinking, like I have the best beer drunks. My yeah. liquor drunks, not so pretty. Yeah, you know, that's funny because people really do get different drunks yeah. off of the alcohol. You know, they say some, like, with some guys, like, whiskey makes them angry, so they don't drink a lot of whiskey, or, or they do when they get angry, but, yeah. like, that's, yeah. I mean, I'm just always giggly when I drink beer, so I'm excited yeah. for this. Plus, right. it just, like, tastes better than everything else, I Yeah, feel. and we've never, we talked about this before, that we've never really, you always go out and you get, like, a pumpkin beer this time of year or whatever, but you, we don't ever have them, like, back-to-back tasting-wise. Right. So, like, let's really see, like, which ones we fuck with and, and which ones we don't. we're going to taste them without the rim, too, to really taste yes. the beer. So. And then we're going to pick our favorite. And rim that shit up. And pour ourselves a big old glass all right so what do you want to start with well should we name which we have first so we've got the montauk pumpkin ale mm-hmm. which is new for them that i think they only only it's only a couple years old that they yeah. started doing pumpkins i was gonna say definitely last year i was serving they this. had them yeah, yeah. Then we have the shipyard pumpkin head which has always been my favorite pumpkin sarah's fave it might change today, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. We have, I've been drinking these a lot, the Blue Point Mother Pumpkin Ale. Okay. And I've never had this one. The Leaf Pile That's Greenport, Greenport. Ale. All right. Nice. Right. And what are the um, alcohol the contents on these? Shipyard, I see, is 4.5. Shipyard, 4.5. Blue Point is, is the... on the other side, 5.5%. Yeah. It's a little bit stronger. Montauk is the strongest, 5'7", and the Greenport is 5'2". Oh, okay. Montauk's the strongest. I didn't expect that. My favorite is the um, Pum King, which is, oh, God, who makes it? But it's really high. It's like over 8%. Yes, yes. You have two of those, and you're feeling nice. Are they allowed to serve that in a regular? No, you got to get it in the... The snifter glass. Yeah. Yeah. So for for those who don't know, when a beer passes a certain percentage of alcohol, um, legally you're not allowed to serve it as like a full pint of beer. Mm -hmm. You have to serve it um, in smaller portions in like a snifter glass or something like that. Which I always think is silly because, you know, like you can just order another one. Yeah. I just – I guess they're not allowed to serve that much alcohol at at once. once. Yeah. But then you think of the places that have like those crazy fish bowls and stuff yeah, like that like, with the beers in them. Right. Like make it make sense. Make it make sense. I really do. If anybody knows why that's a thing, let us know because we don't. Yeah. 
All right, but let's get started. Let's do it. Let's start, I guess, with the shipyard. It's already open, so cool. we'll, we'll do a little bit of that. I always feel like they don't actually taste like pumpkin. Well, we're going to find out. Like the pumpkin really does have a pumpkin-y taste. Let's see this one. That does taste like pumpkin. Yeah, that's <clears throat> good. That is good. Mm. That's a good one. This is this is always my favorite pumpkin, though I think that there was maybe one year. I don't know if their batch was off, but like it just didn't taste the same as it had in past years. But this is on point. Yeah, no, that's actually very good. Like this one, you, I mean, you always want the rim, but you don't need a rim with that. This one, um, if you forgot my rim, I wouldn't be as mad at you. Mm -hmm. All right, so shipyard, shipyard. Shipyard, we're Starting liking strong. you. Starting strong. We maybe shouldn't have started with that one because that's at the bar a little bit high. Well, who was to know? You. <laughs> <laughs> you were. All right. All right. Now we have the blue point. This is the mother pumpkin. Doesn't taste like pumpkin. I'm telling you right now. You drink this one often. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. I feel like we're at the Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> you know, Gaston with these things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm you just transported yourself to a Disney film. Uh, well, we know one. about your obsession yeah. with Disney Yo. and Clifford. Next. Just kind of tastes like a beer. It's light. Yeah. But it's so not pumpkin-y at all. And I feel like the only reason i'm tasting any pumpkin is because the shipyard is still lingering in my mouth i like it though like i would i'm not mad at it but it's not like lighting the world on fire it's not lighting it's not lighting up my world no next we have the leaf pile and this is by greenport i like this can i think of all of the cans i like this the way this one looks the best uh, yes i agree it's very like horror film yeah All right, leaf pile. What do you got? I want to like it. I want to like you. I want to like you. I think I actually got one of these the other day at a bar, but it had a fat rim on it, so who knows what it really so tasted it like. It tasted great. Yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like It tastes you. like coffee a little bit. Does it? Does it have some coffee notes in there? This hmm. one tastes like it'd be the strongest for sure. I don't know. It tastes a little watery to me. I think it has a huge coffee taste to it. Yeah? All right. Know. Not the best. Not the best. Last but not least, we have the Montauk Pumpkin Ale. All right. A little bit of you. A little bit of you. See, I like the Montauk pumpkin. I like the Montauk pumpkin. I have to give it another go. Yeah, give it I another go. I feel like I have too much happening in my... I need one of those things that clean your palate. Mm. Again, though, it's not like crazy pumpkin-y. No, at all. It's mm -mm. just like a light beer. Yeah. I might go... I know you like the shipyard. I'm, I'll am i go with the Montauk. I have another shipyard if you want the shipyard. Then I'm going to go with the shipyard. <laughs> okay. That's going to be a good All right. friend. So, yeah, the shipyard really does 
taste like pumpkin. The shipyard stands out. When you taste them all together like this, the shipyard really stands out 100%. as a solid pumpkin beer. I would go, if I had to list them in order, shipyard, Montauk, Blue Point, Greenport. Yeah. If I were to go um, as name-wise, I think I like the... Mother Pumpkin, oh, the best name-wise. Yeah, they killed it with that name. Killed it with the name. The Shipyard Pumpkin Head is just like a fun yeah. fun name. Montauk Pumpkin Ale. Do you couldn't have been bit. a little more creative, <laughs> <Yeah>. Montauk. <laughs> do a little bit better. And I do like that. We like love the can of the Greenport one. And yes. I really and I the Leaf Pile, I think, is just like a fun fall name. No, I definitely appreciate the imagery, mm-hmm. but... That beer sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so not into that one. You should at all. rename it the coffee. The coffee, coffee water beer. Yeah, the coffee water beer. That sat in a leaf pile a little too long. Ugh, mm. Do a little better. And all I right. feel like Montauk always goes kind of half assed with their beer. Like, I'm going to throw some serious shade and maybe they'll respond. But I feel like, especially with their watermelon, this is like really where I'm going with this. Okay. Give it to me because I love the Montauk watermelon. I think that Montauk knows that, you know, it's Montauk. They don't have to go like crazy with anything because they're always going to get business. People are always going to love the name. Totally. So they half-ass it. Yeah. That's the way I feel. Okay. They don't have to try too hard. No, they don't because no matter what, they're going to be a success story. Yeah. And it's honestly kind of bullshit. Wow. Tell me how you really feel about the Montauk Brewery. I will say I think they need a bigger tasting room. Like, there's, like, it's such a small... Have you been to the brewery? No. It's such a tiny brewery. And there's, like, if it's... Especially if it's not nice out, there's, like, two small, round, high-top tables with, like, two seats at each inside. What you is You have that? to sit outside. And if it's not nice, you're not sitting anywhere. But, but I know that, that people are still going to come because they're Montauk. Right. It's I bullshit. Don't, I don't agree with them. Yeah. Like, to put it into perspective, Italy and New York could do the same thing. They could half-ass because people are always going to go there, but they don't. They still go the extra mile to give you the full experience. Montauk is like, eh. Right. They're a bunch of prissy bitches over there. Wow. (laughs) Tell me how you really fucking feel. I'm pissed. And I, disclaimer, will still go there. I'll still go, but I'm not happy about it. (laughs) And I'll actually be happy about it because I just love being in Montauk. But But Shipyard, where are they based out Don't think I don't know that you could be better than you are. Portland. Portland. All right. Our next trip. Our next trip. All right. Shipyard it is. We're going to rim ourselves up some glasses and pour ourselves some Shipyard. Our winner of the beer, pumpkin beer tasting. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) All right. You can smell the pumpkin when you pour that beer. Mm. There we go. Nice. Cheers. Shipyard, you've done it again. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. That's really good. You use agave on the rim? I use a little agave on the rim. It was all I had. This past weekend, no, I feel like it works because this past weekend I was using honey thinking mm-hmm. that I didn't have agave and I thought because it was thicker that it would really hold but it was dripping like crazy and this isn't so yeah this is this is pretty good I'm surprised because it is yeah. a thicker consistency honey than agave you would think that it right. would 
do something. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's always going to be a little drippy no matter what you use. Um, the caramel is good too. Like that definitely adds another yes. bit of flavor, but it's very drippy on the glass. Yeah. I just had agave, so I threw it. I threw it in there. But easy, it works. Easy. It works. I love it. This is a solid pumpkin beer combination. What do you think goes well food-wise with a pumpkin beer? Like what would you eat right now if you could have anything in front of you? Chicken wings. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with that. I would say the same or a pretzel. A pretzel. Totally a, a pretzel, pretzel with some spicy mustard or and cheese. some cheese. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> now Croxley's is calling Are we name. going to Croxley's <laughs> after this? <laughs> Honestly. But that or some wings. I think we're very much so on the same page. Um, like we differ in a lot of ways, but we're very sweats, beers, wings, simple foods, like simple time, comfort people. Food. Com- we're comfort people. Yeah, we're very easy to please people. Easy to please people, but somehow no one's pleasing. <laughs> <laughs> like- like really we're easy to please and somehow i am so unsatisfied i'm so unpleased is I'm that a so word <laughs> if it's not it is now like for real i don't even i can't this is what i needed all day i'm just sitting back right now easy to please <laughs> let's give the girl a good rim and a good pumpkin beer That's it. i'm not asking for a whole lot shipyard though um it's hard to it's hard to get like if you don't order it early like if you're a bar and you're trying to order kegs to like stock up on you if you don't order it in like august you're not getting your hands on a case of well, on a keg of shipyard i'll tell you who wasn't ordering in august our place, of place. <laughs> <laughs> no i think they're only just starting to order pumpkin beers yeah. at the end of october and we got stuck with the blue point not stuck i like the blue point blue points all right the blue points all right It'll do. It'll do the job with a fat rim on there. Anything yeah, will do the job. <laughs> anything will do the job. But half the time we'll be out of it anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Story of our lives. Don't order it. Sarah and I had a regular, had a regular who would come in every Friday with us, uh-huh. and strategically ordered to get everything on the happy hour menu. Oh yeah. Before the happy hour ended. Mm-hmm. He unfortunately is no longer with us not because he died (laughs) (laughs) because he's dead because he walked out without paying yeah and that really disappoints me because i didn't like him for the longest time because of how much he was like you know put three cabernets on there before six Mm o'clock and i'm like it's not how it works like you can't just order 10 drinks during happy hour and then right just so you can get the happy hour price and then you're there till 10 o'clock still drinking on happy hour like i didn't like that about him but then he came in and there was a couple of times he was so pleasant and so nice and we really started to like him. Well, I always liked him. You did. You always liked him. I always, I'm a little harder yeah. to please, I guess. No, not necessarily. I think that you dealt with him more. More he, so. Yeah. He got a little bit more pleasant when I came in, I you think. You did. He did, yes. And then he really switched up and now he can go piss off. Yeah. So the story was that we were out of something as we as we are. As we always as are. As we are. Food-wise. And he couldn't get it, and then he had ordered, I think, something else too, and he we couldn't he couldn't do that either, right? No, the second thing he wanted to order, it was just taking. It a was just bit. taking a long time. So he, but he had drank a, a a glass of wine, and then he got up and he just left, and he didn't pay for his wine, mm-hmm. and he was all pissed off about it. And it's again, like it's not my fault. Right, I'm I can control how fast your drink comes to you, but I cannot control how fast the food goes. Mm-hmm. It's not I'm not in the kitchen. I'm not yeah. cooking. 
Um, and that was really disappointing that he got up and left out, and then we haven't seen him since because I was really starting to like him. He better not show up again. Yeah, well, I'm gonna now say it's over. Nine bucks you owe me for Nine your wine. bucks for that glass of wine. Yeah. Aw, Lou. <laughs> Which that's is not, not his, name, his name, but I that's what we call him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm loving this rim. Yeah, good. I'm glad you like you it. You want to know why I'm loving your rim so much? Because this is real sugar. And all weekend I was making it with stevia. Oh, Fake you're shit. one of those. You know, I don't understand that. Because I don't even have real sugar in my house. My dad's a diabetic, so we've never had it. Oh, okay, that's the reason why. But I don't understand the girls or the people who, like, are these crazy fitness people or whatever, and they do those, like, little cut corners or whatever that they yeah. do. If you're going to do it, do it all the way. Right. You know, if you're going to have that dessert, if you're going to have that pumpkin beer with the rim, do it. Do it right. And honestly, though, like on the contrary, because I'm with you on that, but I also think just do it regardless. Even if you're like, and this is what I mean by that. My boyfriend is very fit. Okay. And he's training for an ultra marathon right now. So that's a 50 miler. He eats really clean, not because he's like so health conscious, because he genuinely likes how like that tastes, that like yeah. healthy food. Like he wants to eat a salad every day. And it's not because, you know, it's good for him. It's because he loves salad. So not me. Uh, <laughs> Definitely I was going to say, me. not me. But he, oh, but there's one thing that, like, his favorite thing to eat in the whole world is bacon. He loves okay. bacon. And he always wants bacon bits in his salad. And not, like, the store-bought, like, fake ones. Like, he literally makes bacon in bulk yes. and puts it on, like, every meal. So in his salad for lunch, he'll, like, chop up some of the bacon and throw it in there and everything for his, like, sandwich for dinner or whatever. He always puts bacon on, like, everything. And he's in better shape than, like, anyone. But... He says, and I'm like, and I'll make my turkey bacon. And he's like, you know, his whole thought process is like, if as long as majority of what you're doing is like good, Mm -hmm. go for it. Like the one little thing that's like bad on paper isn't really that bad if you're not overdoing it. If everything else you're doing is right, then like go like treat yourself to that one thing that you like the way it tastes. So it's like if you're fucking drinking a gallon of water a day and you want to sit down and have a glass of beer. A glass of beer, a pint of beer at the end of the night. Yeah. And you want to rim that shit? Rim it with real sugar. Yeah. Don't do the stevia. The only reason yeah. I'm doing stevia is because I don't even have sugar in my house. But you know right. what? I'm going to go and get some. Yeah, you should. Because you I should. should. Because you deserve a good pumpkin beer with yeah. a good sugared rim. Balance, you know? My mom used to say that, like, um, about not depriving yourself. Yeah, you can. Yeah, because she's like, if you – and we used to have, like, a cookie jar – on the counter or whatever. Oh, that would be too dangerous for me. Well, just like yeah. growing up, that's <laughs> yeah. what we had. And she would always say, if you walk by that cookie jar every day and you just deprive yourself and you don't let yourself have one, she goes, one day you're going to snap and you're not just going to have a cookie. You're going to eat the whole fucking bag. Yeah. You're going to eat the whole jar. The whole jar. So as but if long if every day, if you walk by and you grab a cookie here and there and it's just one cookie and it satisfies you for the moment, it's exactly what you want, exactly the little taste, <laughs> yeah. that's so much better than just one day binging because you snapped and now you need it all. Well, my problem would be I would consciously make that part of my route going anywhere in the house. <laughs> anywhere in the house, passing I'm the passing cookie, cookie jar. I'm passing the cookie jar. Oh, another one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, before I know it, I'm filling up the goddamn jar every day. And then yeah. what? And then and, what did and we accomplish? So, right, no, that so... cookie jar can't really be out, but maybe I'll buy like a little like snack pack yeah. and have them every so often. Yeah. But as far as, like, the people who have, like, I, and, you know, like, the Kardashians, like, 
put like place them perfectly and everything like yeah, that. And, like no, I, I love how it that. looks, but like I could never do that because no. I would be eating them all. Yeah, all the time. No self control. No, we always have. Um, and maybe that's why I have self control because I we've oh I've grown yeah. up with always having a stocked cookie jar. My mom is a big peanut M and M person, so there was always like I'm not talking like a little jar. There's like a. a a jar this tall filled with peanut M&M's constantly. And yet constantly. she's this big. Yeah. And so they're always, always around. Yeah. I think when um, my boyfriend moved in, that was like his favorite part. Oh, <laughs> Just like they're all. always <laughs> yeah. being candy or sweets everywhere. See, we grew up, my dad being like very much, like very unhealthy and like mm-hmm. type 2 diabetes and whatnot. So everything was diet. Like all the sodas, iced teas, everything was sugar free. We didn't have snacks like that. Um this is actually really funny. I had never tried real butter until oh. like very late in life, like into my teens. Like we always had, I can't believe it's not butter. Okay. And then like if there was bread on the table, like it would be with like oil and vinegar. Like there was no like butter right. allowed. So, very Italian of you as well. Yeah. So I forget when exactly it was. I want to say it was at my friend Christina's house that like her mom put real butter on our bread. And okay. I remember being like, holy fucking shit this is the best thing i have ever had and i went home and i was like mom our butter sucks what do you mean mean? and i was like i can't believe it's not butter like no no wonder yay i can't believe because it's not i can believe it i can believe it it's not like it is two very different fucking things so i have never never had i can't believe it's not butter oh and don't ever try it because my whole life i thought it was good until i tried the real stuff yeah and that was like the first time i tried like real (laughs) real coke (laughs) 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 but it's true we always had diet coke and like they don't fucking taste the same no coke zero tastes more like regular coke but diet coke blows i have never even had a diet coke and don't. I'm not. Honestly, don't. I'm not. I am a real butter, things, real Coke person. Right. Just have them. And I yeah. will totally, like, when I have kids, I won't ever do, honestly, what my mom and dad did. Because if yeah. we have, like, me or my husband have health issues, you're not going to, like, put that onto your kids. They don't. You can control yourself. Right. Let your kids be kids. Yeah. Right. So. Right. And then one day they're going to snap and they're going to eat the whole stick of butter. <laughs> I was like yeah exactly because they mouth. haven't yeah. had it but i've my house has always been that way too though with even with everything like i've we've always only had whole milk i have never every anytime i would go to my friend's house and like go sleep over and like have cereal and they'd have one percent two percent whatever i've oh, never we've always had skim skim i've never fucked with that yeah. i am a whole milk person i drink regular coke we have always had butter and then even in like the foods we'd make like i've had friends who and I, again, I don't judge because we had talked about too earlier, like um, how there's just not enough fucking time in the day. Yeah. And like, how do you do it all? How do you, and then you have kids and how do you feed everybody and you work a regular job and yeah. how do you have time to do anything? But like mashed potatoes from a box, uh, sauce from a jar. Yeah. Those are not things that were ever a thing in my house. Yeah. And I don't fuck with that. And I'm like. No, mashed potatoes more than anything else. Because I could honestly get no. behind like if you desperate times, I obviously will always want my mom's sauce, but desperate times I could get behind a jar of Rayo's. No, I could. No, but mashed potatoes. Yeah. They're not that hard to make. No, they're not. It's fucking. Yeah. I know yeah. that like to boil and soften. It the takes, potatoes, it, it takes, takes a long time. It's not hard. It just takes a but minute. But do the right thing. Do the right and thing. And put real butter in them. And put real butter in them. 
Mm. And have a real Coke on the side. Yeah. No, see, I have never. No. No. And just do it, no. like, every now and then. And that's yeah. what people don't understand, you know? Well, so as far as, like, um, the sauce in a jar, like, my plan now, and I was actually going to do that this week, was to make a big thing of sauce and just put them in little containers and freeze them. And then right. whenever I want to make some pasta, I'll just take some out and I'll microwave it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then that's it. But I'm just not – the only time I'll get behind, like, sauce that isn't mine – is if I'm at like a, a Uncle Giuseppe's or a Stu Leonard's or right. a Salpino's or whatever that hat that makes their own homemade sauce oh. and they put it in the thing and then I'll I'll use theirs because it's homemade. But Uncle Giuseppe's makes I like better than my own. Yeah, but Everything. that I'll I'll yeah. get down with if I'm in a pinch and I just need a sauce and I don't feel like making it. But yeah. the the rayos and the stuff in the jar I don't know I just the prego the whatever I the just pre- can't. <laughs> Uh, Fair it's, enough. It's an, it's an ick for me. Okay. If that's I like ever, a valid ick. Yeah, if I ever, like, was dating a guy and he, like, made me a dinner and put some prego on the table, I'd be like... I mean, that's just I'm going to excuse myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I won't be back. Yeah. Mm. That's fair enough. Yeah. Because if you're making someone dinner, like, do it right. Mm-hmm. Don't pull out the jar of sauce or yeah. the Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Yeah. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool. So, check on the real sugar rim. Check on the real sugar rim. This past week at work, though, I don't know if you, you know, we had the pumpkin puree for the rim. Okay. That they put into the agave bottle. So, Mike and I didn't know that it was not agave because we were using it to make margaritas. So, that was that. That was fantastic. And. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. And. Whoever, like, put out the cinnamon first, it was just cinnamon. It wasn't mixed with any sugar. And I guess, like, looking at it, I should have been able to tell, but I didn't think anything of it. It was in the fucking, you know, whatever. And then I'm, like, just thinking, like, this rim just doesn't look right. It's so dark. And then that was when Mike realized that the puree was pumpkin and that the cinnamon was just cinnamon, not cinnamon sugar. Like, it must have just been tasting... You Awful. must have, a lot of people must have had some thoughts, but that no they one complained, didn't share. Yeah, right. so okay, that's at yeah. least good. But yeah, he was like, I've been making margaritas. He was pissed. I've been making margaritas with pumpkin, pumpkin puree, puree all night. Oh. I'm like, they're a fall margarita. Yeah, that doesn't even <laughs> sound appetizing. Pumpkin no. margaritas, terrible. No, absolutely terrible. The Rob, our tequila collective, would have a field day over that. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Rob would not be having any of that. It was not intentional. Yeah. For sure. That's funny. So we like to think that we're good time girls with our beer and our wings. And And it's a very guy thing. It is a very guy thing. And Uh it's because we have two brothers. Yes. For sure. And that's like their idea of fun. Yes. That we've probably adopted. Yeah. I'm definitely more, not that I'm not a girl's girl, because I have like closest girlfriends I'm not like close close with guys anymore like I used Mm -hmm. to be but um I'm like but as far as like vibe wise I'm not very girly yeah we're a lot more laid back see I am a lot closer with guys like most of my when I like would name my like best best friends I would probably name more guys than girls yeah so Uh we've reached out to them we needed their help we needed their help. We figured a lot of our talk is girl talk. Yeah. So let's like get down with the guys. Let's today. drink some pumpkin beers and, and let's get down with the guys. Guy talk. And have guy talk. Not girl talk. Yeah. So we asked 
our guy friends a couple of questions. Things that make them happy, how they would spend their ideal Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, what if they have a girlfriend, what the, what their girlfriend does that annoys them mm-hmm. or an ex-girlfriend if they don't have a girlfriend anymore. Their ex, because we talk their so ex. much about our right. ex, but what are their ex? Right. Which, oh, we got answers. <laughs> um, their biggest dating red flags mm-hmm. when they're dating someone new. What their favorite thing to drink is. We wanted to see, is it beer? Um, and if they were planning a boys trip. Their ideal boys trip. What Where would, it would be? they want to go? So my answers were very funny, and you said you had a couple of good ones. Too, I have right? some. Some of them are like pure, just like nice. Really, a see, nice none of mine are nice. Answers. I feel like my the, your friends versus we're keeping. Yeah, well, we're keeping these anonymous, obviously. I didn't ask my boyfriend because I didn't even want to give him the option to tell me what his ick about <laughs> me are. Because, honey, you have them. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna watch this and be like, "Why didn't she send it to Why me? Why didn't she ask me this? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I know. Let me tell you yeah. how you're gonna spend your Saturday. Yes. I'm gonna start off with. I told all my friends that I would leave it anonymous, um, so I won't say who. But one of my friends wrote me, like, and he has a very good job. He works in Manhattan. Like, I know that this took him time, and I texted him on Monday morning at like nine thirty, ten. Right. Like he was already. He was he's, in his day already. Right. He yeah. paused his day and he wrote me a very long response. So I think I appreciate that. Right. Thank you to whoever that was to reciprocate that respect. I'm going to start with his. Okay. So oh, he goes. Sorry for the delay. I'm at work. Blah blah blah. I'll try to like keep this short. Keep it short. It's an essay. Okay, so he says, things that make me happy. My dog, my girlfriend. Nice. Good answer. Trying new restaurants to hunt down good food. Love that. Okay. I like that. That makes me happy, too. I love new restaurants. I can't afford to always eat at a restaurant, but I love new restaurants. I do love a new restaurant, but at the same time, I do, like love what I know I love. Sure, sure. But I love trying new places. Like our therapist said, because she's yes. our therapist now. She is our therapist. Just try new things, new yes. places, new routines. A hundred percent. Okay. He says, my ideal Saturday is seasonally dependent. <laughs> During the summer, it's a nice day that starts with a gym, a haircut, and a bacon, egg, and cheese bright and early. Then casually drinking with friends out on someone's boat or at the beach. And then you come home early afternoon, say four-ish, get ready, hop on the next ferry, and send it over to Fire Island for dinner and then go out after. Catch the latest ferry home at 11 and be in bed by midnight. Okay. The now. only gripe I have with that is that if I'm spending the whole day on a boat or the whole day at the beach, there's no shot you're getting me to go out on a ferry to Fire Island yeah. at night. But if guys, he would have said different. like even a train into the city or something for the night, I maybe would have been like, okay, but back on the water, back to Fire Island. I don't know. I could do either. Let's be honest. I only have one half of those days in me at this age. Yeah, I mean. You got the night half or you got the day half. I just need a nap. But I'm and going I home. have time for a nap with the Fire Island trip. My ideal for the end of that would just be to come home, take a shower, and order some Popeyes. Fair enough. <laughs> well. And bed by seven. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that he gave like two different scenarios. I love that because it's seasonally dependent. He's right. He's He's absolutely right. right. 
During the rest of the year, my ideal Saturday is like a 65 to 70, de- 70 degree sunny fall day where I wake up in gym, but then I have brunch plans. So I skip breakfast and go to a nice rooftop in the city and then out to a bar where there's a ton of college football games on and I can gamble and drink with friends. Aww. I like wish this on him every Saturday for the rest of his life. I hope Honestly. you get that every single Saturday. <laughs> Now, this is where it gets good. And I love his girlfriend. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Girlfriend icks are long. Oh, (laughs) boy. He had had to vent this out. Okay. He was waiting for this opportunity to be heard. (laughs) I'm going to take another sip before I read it. Me too. Because it's it's intense. I almost feel attacked for her. (laughs) Okay. Girlfriend XR, number one, being lazy and unmotivated. If I'm up early and working out or reading or lifting or doing other stuff and you have goals and stuff that you've set, why are you not up and active and getting after it the same way I am? Oh. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Number two, being too agreeable. Sure, it's nice to win any disagreement you have with your girlfriend, and obviously I do because I'm me. (laughs) But it's not in reference to that. Girls are, on average, higher in a trait called agreeableness, which apparently can be measured by clinical psychologists. (laughs) What? Let's make this a little bigger because I'm struggling to read. Of all the personality traits they measure, agreeableness is the largest discrepancy between the average of males versus females. So this is not something that is specific to her, but most females. Anyway, because of how agreeable girls are, I hate watching people walk all over my girlfriend and not being able to get my opinion in. Like arguments with family or friends. Girls I've dated will know their right, have a clear way of making their points, and then allow someone to speak down to them or, like, apologize when they should be the ones receiving an apology. Makes me so mad to see that happen to someone I love, so I try to make my best. <laughs> oh, this, like, turned nice. I wasn't really sure where he was going. Yeah. Um. So I try my best to give little tips and tricks and negotiation slash debate tactics to make her better prepared for the next time, but she will probably always choose to avoid the conflict. Aww. See, the, I have two thoughts on this. And the first one is some people are just people pleasers. Uh-huh. Um, and they want to avoid, yeah, the conflict. Yeah. So they want things to just go away. Right. And just be done and just be done with it. Um, but then my other point is, I guess he's saying he when he, she fights with other people, when she argues with other people, that he doesn't. Is yeah. it that I just wanted to make that sure that that too, like, was. too weak, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, that was honestly, my question. Though, I'd yeah. rather someone like that than someone who's so hot and ready to go all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. But help her and maybe stick <laughs> up for her once in a while then. This. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. He, like, started off like, and then he, like, picked himself up, and now he's, like, <laughs> bringing back down. Back down. Oh, boy. Let. <laughs> Oh, no. And I just really hope that his girlfriend isn't watching this because I am reading this verbatim. Yeah. And the way he types is exactly the way that he speaks. So okay. if his girlfriend knows him at all, she will know that this is his response because okay. it sounds like him. If you read this to me, I would tell you right away who, who it was. It. Oh, boy. Let's call this a lack of etiquette. This, <laughs> this was a major problem I had with my ex. Obviously, the complete opposite of, and he puts her name. But we won't say that. I totally get not being so old fashioned that you demand your wife to cook and clean while you work or whatever. But I do love when a girl knows how to make a house a home. I'm not saying you need to cook for me every night. But if we have dinner with my parents or something and you don't even offer to help clean, 
then seriously, who fucking raised you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, he's I saying agree. that she's opposite. I didn't re- realize that part. Okay, he's so saying she- this was his gripe with his ex. Yeah, this was his ex. Yeah, but absolutely, ex. get your ass up. I don't I care agree. if you're a woman or a man. Yeah, you should always have and those. always offer too because right. like there's times. I mean, in, in every instance, whenever I'm at dinner, like with my boyfriend's parents, whether it be on like his dad's side, his mom, whatever, I'm always up and offering to Absolutely. to do something to help clean or whatever. I'm always told no, that yeah. there's like not much for me to do, which I totally get because when you're cleaning up stuff or whatever, you, you have a anyone. system and yeah. you know where things are going and you know what things are doing, whatever. But I am always up and asking because it's just polite. It is. Absolutely. It's just polite. So even if you don't. If you, if you know they're going to say no, even if you know, you know, whatever, like still always as a girl, like please always, always offer because right. it's the worst thing when you like have dinner with somebody or whatever and then the girlfriend's just sitting, sitting yeah. and you just go sit on the couch and be lazy while yeah. everyone else is doing the work. Like, no, that. and then be involved, like be in the kitchen, like right. start conversations. It shows I totally that you agree. Care shows that you care. Else. Yeah. And I also agree with the making a a house a home thing because I mean we say it all the time oh, like yeah. if we were given the option to just be stay at home wives that's all I want we would yeah. absolutely take not it not given the option that is what I want <laughs> that, literally, that, is, that literally, is what I want yeah. there's no option it's not like oh, let me just no yeah, that's no. it yeah and right. there's something to that especially like just making things comforting for people mm-hmm. like it's it's a nurturing thing I think also that you possess because I think guys um subconsciously relate that to like your future children so Absolutely. like if you're a woman who really makes like their house a home and you're like it's a nurturing thing to make them feel comfortable and to make things homey and whatever like you know that that's going to translate now into your kids and yes. that's a quality i think that's nice i completely agree um so favorite drink he says i can't drink these at a bar he knows better because i've told him don't you dare but my favorite drink ever is an old-fashioned with dinner I say, don't be annoying when we go out. Just order something easy. Um, <laughs> don't be annoying when we have to make them. But right. let him order an old-fashioned when he's out at another bar. Mm. Especially if it's a nice restaurant. Like, there are some, like, steakhouses specifically, too, that make, like, insane old fashions, like, in a really specific way. And they like to do it. They have mixologists behind the bar who like to do that. That's so fair. Let him live with but his old-fashions, like Natalie. Finley's... In Huntington. No, no, no. Like, don't fucking order that. And when they want to start ordering 50 green tea shots, I'm like, you guys are really the worst. Right, right. Um, Okay. Biggest dating red flag is probably my third ick. Like, the first time you meet my mom, you better be annoyingly nice, offering to help cook, clean, and stuff like that. The second biggest red flag is probably someone who's too obsessed with their social media. Having a big following or being a big poster is not a problem at all, but someone who cares more about how their life looks than how their actual life is is just a big deal to me. This is someone who will make you post everything you do and never just lives in the moment. Blank and I are always leaving places like, wow, we should have totally gotten a pic of that or us there. I would rather be that couple than the one that's absolutely nonstop trying to make their life look better than it really is. Agreed. Nick and I do that all the time. We're like, fuck, we didn't get one We picture. say that all the time. Yeah. We're so bad at taking pictures, we but didn't that's take a great. picture. You're living in the moment, yeah. 100%. And boys trip is probably best suited for Miami on a typical weekend, but... Man, oh, man, that Nashville boys trip for the Giants game a few weeks ago was the best trip of my life. Now I really gave away. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. He didn't say anything bad. Um, So solid answer. Solid answer. Solid answer. Job well done. A well thought out answer. Yes. I'm like burping up a storm here because of this beer. Love that for you. Yeah, totally. I'm going to do a little one of this. You want to read next? Yeah. And let's just make this clear that I'm now on my second 
drink and Natalie hasn't finished her first. How, my, how the tables have turned, huh? We had paused for a hot second for technical oh, don't difficulties. Make excuses. And I almost fell over from one beer. <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> so is, maybe that we count me off truth. of that one. All right. My first answer. Three things that make you generally happy. happy gen- generally. Genuinely happy. Pets. My woman. Family. My wholesome. woman. I love wholesome, that. Wholesome. What is your ideal way to spend your Saturday off? Doing nothing. I spend all week doing something for everyone else. It's nice just to do nothing. I That's kind of sad. That. That I love that. He spends so much time doing things for everybody else, but, but he really all, does. Yeah. At the end of the day, really, and don't we all? And not even just like you're doing favors for people, but like you're doing homework all week. Like you're not doing that for your fucking right. self. Like, you know, like you're you doing things. you said you things. woke up tired today. Right. And and maybe you part of you wanted to be like, I don't want to go to the studio, but you're not going to stand me up. You're not going to stand everyone up. Right. Yeah, right. We're always doing stuff for people. I agree nice with him. nice to do nothing. I agree. hundred percent. What are three things your girlfriend, if you have one, icks you or irks you? Overly emotional at times, is a little bit too much of an introvert, tickles me. Nick <laughs> hates being tickled. Does he? Hates it. He has like a fear of his belly button being touched. I have to watch where my hand placement is when I'm cuddling uh-huh. him. Yeah, that's I a mean, big one. the first one of overly emotional, I have to do like a 50-50 split on because like, yes, when I, I agree when someone's overly emotional, it's like not the best. But at the same time, sometimes I feel like guys think we're overly emotional when really I'm just I'm rational. I just have a point that you don't want to hear. Or I just care. Like or if I just you care. feel like your girl is too I'm emotional, passionate. Yeah. be happy because there might be one day where she's not fighting with you because she doesn't give a fuck to fight with you anymore. And that's when you know you're in trouble. Right. So you know what? That should really be like a wake up call for some people she cares yeah. about you she cares about you and not him because i know who wrote this and i love him yeah yeah but like some guys that really want to bitch about girls oh she's always fucking this and that and but mm-hmm. she cares about you bro sorry go find a girl who doesn't and then you'll yeah. be the one crying and being too emotional yeah and then the other one was a little bit too much of an introvert which um she's quiet i know her girl his girlfriend her girlfriend his girlfriend but i i don't know that i'd even call her an introvert like once you get her going mm-hmm. she's going well but I he's say, very much so out there. That's where I was going to go with it. Like, if he was someone who was more shy, I could see that, like, he would need her maybe in certain social settings to, like, right. help him out. But he needs no help. Yeah. He is the he social needs no, setting. Yeah. So. Well, that's what I always say about my boyfriend is that he is, he, a self-proclaimed social butterfly. But it's great because he can literally talk to talk to a wall. Yeah, and it and helps I, you. Right. I can throw him anywhere in any situation and yeah. not worry about him. There's never a time where I feel like I have to baby him, babysit mm-hmm. him or whatever and yeah. make sure he's comfortable. No, he will he will find a pole and talk to it. He'll talk to that. the bartender if he feels like it, yeah. if that's his only like friend. Like he, it doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> no one matter. Will talk to me. Who's next? That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey guys, yeah. who wants to talk? Yeah. Every place. Not but that may be good. Up. A yin and a yang kind of thing. Absolutely. Because totally. if you have two people who won't stop talking, now someone's getting annoyed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, favorite drink, alcohol, a Miller Lite. Simple man. <sighs> Or so a good whiskey. Okay. Yeah. Um, biggest dating red flags. Too many guy friends. Uh oh. Uh oh, Natalie. Uh, secretive with their phone. Leaves on red. 
Okay. All fair answers. Yeah. You know, for sure. I think if anyone is super secretive with their phone, that's a bad sign. I hate that. Yeah. I hate the phone flipped over at, yeah. on the table. Oh, I yeah. hate all of that. Yeah. Agreed. Because now I got to go through it. Agreed. And I don't want to hurt my own feelings. So keep your phone flipped up. I yeah. know there's going to be stuff in there that I don't want to see. But keep it flipped up. So yeah. at least like. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think that having too many guy friends is a red flag because I think it could also, you could take it two ways because there's two different types of people. Like if you're a girl who has so many guy friends because she's fucked all of them Mm -hmm. and like she's just that kind of person, then yes. But if she's a girl like you or I, you know, me not so much anymore. We've all drifted, but like you still have very close guy friends. Yeah. We're just good well well-rounded people. I'm just a good time and I'm cool to hang out with. So that's a (laughs) plus actually for me. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, planning a boys trip, where would you go? Camping. A simple man. What a good answer. A simple man. Simple man. I love it. I actually got a lot more of those trips than I did. Like the, I thought I was going to get Vegas, Miami, Vegas, right. Miami. But no. Yeah. So good job, guys. Yeah, I love that. All right. We had a couple of minor technical issues, but we're back. Back and better than ever. (laughs) (laughs) My back's starting to hurt a little bit, but it's all right. It's all right. Okay. So another good answer. What makes them happy? Three things. Peace of mind. Unfortunately, money. And I'm super horny for sunsets. Is that what he said? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm super horny for sunsets. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. He says. Well, peace of mind's a good one. Yeah, of course. Because people don't like to have like. uh, But I feel like that goes without saying. That's Everyone like saying what, what makes you happy. Being happy. Right. Okay. You know, right. like, right. right? No, but peace of mind. Like, no drama in your life. Yeah. I appreciate that, too. No more drama in my life. hmm Okay. So, Saturday off. <laughs> this is good. Magic mushrooms. Okay. Fishing and drinking on the beach with the squad. Blessing Rufus to soul. You know, I don't know who this that person is. And so you talk about him all the time. It's three oh, men. Sorry, it's three people. Sorry. You're going to have to go home. When you're cleaning or cooking, it's my favorite like station really? to listen to. Put okay. on Rufus Dussault on Apple Music or Spotify, whatever you listen to. Okay. Watch how you're going to feel. Okay. All right. Ex-girlfriend who can't handle alcohol is the biggest fucking pet peeve. Oh. A lot of chicks can't handle it, but a fat fucking handful absolutely fucking cannot. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. And then for his boys trip, boys trip to Atlantic City pool party or Vermont to go snowboarding, wine and cheese all weekend. LOL. Okay. Go back to the girls who can't handle their alcohol alcohol. thing. (laughs) Because I feel like that also changes with age. Because when you're young, like you guys are young, I'm assuming this is a friend of yours who's... He's your age. He's my age? Mm -hmm. Mm, He's a red flag in in himself. But um, (laughs) (laughs) anyway... I think like when you're young and you're like going out and everyone's getting trashed and whatever, like it's so different. Like, yeah, someone who can't handle their alcohol, like that's a yeah. definitely a big red flag or like a big turnoff or an ick or whatever. But when you get older, there are so many times now, like me and my friends get together and we're all like in our thirties now. And some of them are having babies and like you have a beer, maybe a couple glasses of wine and you yeah. call it at that. And that's not really, there's really nobody nowadays who can't handle their alcohol. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Well, like, maybe when they're mixing different. it with the magic shrooms. Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe it's harder. Cut her some slack. Yeah, but, but, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, when you're yeah. older, like, that doesn't really matter. Like, you, okay, maybe you can't handle it, but you have a couple glasses of wine, and you guys call it a fucking night right. anyway. Like, it's right. just what you are in life. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't boring. like him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say it. All right. He watches. So Good. Um, I like you. 
Okay. Maybe you need to do some more mushrooms and chill the fuck out. Oh. That's how I Play feel. Rufus a little louder. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. This one you're going to have something to say about. Oh, this this your la- uh This one is strange because they picked Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. This is him. He's continued. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't get the whole thing. Biggest red flag, high body count. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fave drink, a Moscow mule. Mm, that's your favorite drink. Yeah, like I honestly hate Moscow. <laughs> Me mules. too. They're so sweet. They're so sweet. And you can't have a ton. You can't like go out and drink them all no, night. But maybe he not. means like his favorite, like splurge of a cocktail. Like if you're going out and you're just gonna order yourself like a cocktail, like that would that's his favorite. All right. We'll give him that. Ideal Saturday off going to brunch with friends. Okay. Okay. All right. Three things that make you genuinely happy. One, making other people happy. Oh, I love Sweet. that. That is yeah. a nice answer. Being healthy. Okay, good answer. Yeah, good answer. Having a great time with my wife, friends, and family. I'm I feel to like figure out who this is. Oh, I know who this is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like so many of these answers are like um, hanging out with friends. Like friends really make men happy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> they really, friends really make make men happy they love their boy time saturday off have a nice breakfast in the morning relax watch some tv go out during the day watch some college football then go out for a nice dinner with my wife and other couples exclamation point (laughs) excited about that um three things your girlfriend does that icks you one she can be too loud at times Oh, I love that he adds in the at times because, you know, he feels bad about right. saying it. Right. But right. He, he does times, mean it. He means it. You can it. be a little <laughs> yeah. loud. Yeah. But not all the time. Yeah, but yeah. it's at times. Laziness at times. <laughs> oh, the at times is good. I can hear him saying it. He too. is trying to say this isn't who you are as a person, as but a whole. Sometimes but at times you display these characteristics. <laughs> that I don't fuck yeah. with. <laughs> um, Sweats the small stuff. In parentheses, he wrote, getting better, LOL. So she's getting better at I love how he recognizes her flaws, but he still loves her. Yes, Yes. of course. So, so cute. Oh, it's fine. Uh, Favorite drink? A 10 and 2. So that's a slightly dirty martini. It's 10 counts of vodka, 2 of of olive juice. Um, He would call it a 10 and 2. That's, Instead yeah. of a, a dirty martini, like the rest of right. us. Uh, with blue cheese olives. Biggest dating red flag. Someone that doesn't create good dialogue. So I get that. Yeah, but at the same time, do you know what I'm going to say about him specifically? What does he what bring to he, the table? Oh, no, I was going to say, what does he know about <laughs> really he know? dating? He doesn't. He's been with the same, same girl's whole fucking life. Yeah. He doesn't know about good dialogue on a yeah. first date. Give me yeah. a break. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you were planning a boys trip, where would you go? Obviously, he is who he is, and he said Las Vegas. He's a gambling man. He is a gambling man. All right, next one. Three things that make him happy. The gym, being active because I hate sitting around, late night drives, and he gave a fourth, traveling, exploring new cities. Okay. okay. I love exploring a new city. Yeah, of course. Fun. Um, two. Very specific. <laughs> Very He's a specific. specific man. Yeah. Number two, his ideal Saturday. Start the day off early with a little hike at Cold Spring Harbor State Park. Okay. 
grab brunch in Huntington. He's giving like the specific places, yeah. like his This is ideal. where he likes to go. Yeah. Take a midday nap, go to the gym, and then grab dinner with a few friends, then go out to the bars. Wait, explain that again. Read his ideal Saturday again. Starts off early morning with a hike. Okay. Cold Spring Harbor. Then he wants to grab brunch in Huntington. Okay. But then he's then going he to the gym. To go home and take a nap, then go to the gym. So how are you going to the gym after you've spent a Saturday doing brunch? Yeah. I guess he's not he's like too ambitious. Yeah. And I know this guy and he's not that fucking ambitious. You better call him on it. When I'm going to. Then he wants to grab dinner and then go out after that. Well, that's like a long day there. He does have it in him because so many times I'll see him and he's hung over. And I always ask, are you hung over? Are you hung over today? Well, who wouldn't be? Well, exactly. After happening. that, that's too much. And, and then you you're really... doing two workouts, so you have to be a little dehydrated. And then you're drinking right. twice on top of that. That's a full day, but that's not happening. That's I'm just... saying at least two of those things on that list. Like, he can plan this whole day out and, like, fully go and expect to have this day and do them, like, on a tee. But I'm going to say at least two of those things are not happening. Fair. And that's probably the brunch. I mean, probably the hike. And the workout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll hike in the morning, but he's not going to work out in the midday like After that. After brunching. No, it's yeah, just no. not happening. Okay. Um, things that are X for him. Never knowing where they want to eat. Always needing to post what we do. So that's the second guy that said mm-hmm. that. Always having an attitude. Well, we know one of his girlfriends may have always had an attitude. Yeah. Well. Funny. Funny. But I'll- Probably always did have it. Yes, yes. Um, not knowing where you need to eat, I feel like. Why does that annoy him? Then he gets to pick. Yeah, then you pick. But if she's one of the, like the, eh, I don't know if I want that. Then that if you're giving that, I right. hate that. If where you have you no eat? suggestion, but then right. you shoot down all of my suggestions, that then off. that's a problem. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. His favorite drink, easily a spicy marg. Spicy marg. Okay, fair. Uh, a red flag is if they don't have any friends. That would be a yeah, big one. That's yeah, a big red flag. Sure. If you don't have any friends, why? I went on a date with a guy once, and we were talking about our friends, and he told me, and I quote verbatim, that he considers himself a lone wolf. And oh. that was when I knew. No. I mean, that along with a billion other things, but that's another story. Yeah, no. And no, then his ideal that. boys trip would be a Cancun trip. It would be. It would be. Fair. Okay, fair. All right. This is my last one. Okay. This person really wants to stay anonymous, but his answers don't give a good job of keeping him that way. Three things that make him happy. A nice day out with his girlfriend and his dog. Rangers playoffs. A quiet day of relaxation. Simple man. Simple simple man. Ideal Saturday. A nice relaxing place upstate, out east, or on the water with sunlight and drinks. And my girlfriend, I guess. His irks are an inability to sit still and relax upon coming home, not resolving issues in a timely fashion and allowing multiple days of an argument to fester, her obsession with towels, red flags, talking too much shit behind people's backs, telling girlfriends every detail of relationship, comparing us to other couples' timelines, goals, being obsessed with towels. (laughs) <laughs> i wouldn't be so fucking obsessed with the towels if he just, if he just hung them up period that's all i'm gonna say i've knocked everything over tonight this is good okay but yeah hang just hang up the towel hang up your towel and, and i won't be so obsessed with the fucking end towels. Of discussion and yeah. i'm gonna defend myself even more the inability to sit still and relax upon coming home 
I come home and sometimes it's a mess and I can't relax in a mess of sometimes, an apartment. At times. Like, you know who would have said. At times. At times. It's a mess. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a mess. So <laughs> I can't relax that way. So, when, yes, when I get home, I like to clean up a little bit because then I then I can relax in a clean space. See, I love that you even asked him because I wouldn't have – I didn't ask him. I don't, I'm not listening to Oh, him. yeah. For a oh, yeah. I mean, you're not really listening to it anyway, but. No. And as far as sit like not resolving an issue, we talked about this with our therapist, Liana, on our other episode. And I'm going to try to not let things fester and go on. I have already decided that that's what I'm working on. OK, so he doesn't have to add that. And that's it. Oh, ideal guy vacay. House upstater on the water, alcohol, barbecue sports. A simple guy. But again, hang up your fucking towel and I wouldn't be so obsessed about it. And that's all I got to say with that. And that's that. You anonymous person, whoever you are. (laughs) Feel better. Anyway. That was good. That was good. I feel like some of the, a lot of the answers were so like similar. It seems like guys just want some peace. They want some sports. They want some time with their friends. Not really beer. If you and notice. not really beer. You know, we've asked and we, we came in here thinking, you know, like this is a beer episode. We're going to talk about the male mind a little bit. And, and we were wrong. And we were wrong. Instead, they want a fucking Moscow mule. And maybe we shouldn't stereotype. And maybe leave the beer to the women. Yeah. And you guys keep drinking your mules and your spicy margaritas. And your ten and twos. <sighs> yeah. Who knew we had such prissy guy friends? <laughs> yeah, li- I mean, literally, seriously. literally though. But yeah, I feel like they were—they're all pretty. Um, they're all pretty similar. However, I do also think that just men in general live in their own fucking world. Yeah, you know, it's their world. It's their world, and we just fucking live in it. Yep. That's it. Ugh. Anyway, to wrap this episode up. Because we kind of need to. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. Natalie's fallen all over the place. We're literally. down a camera and and we're going to wrap it up. We but are literally down a camera. It's on the floor. It's on, it's on the floor. It's on the floor. It's not salvageable tonight at least. No, I've given up on it. But since this is our Halloween episode, we're going to read a ghost story. We're going to end with a ghost story. All right. And we talked about this in our mini-sode, one of the mini-sodes we did. But you are not a paranormal person. You've never had any paranormal experiences. Correct. What's your idea like Halloween? Like, what is your Halloween vibe? My ideal Halloween? Your I- Like, your idea of Halloween. Oh. Like, since you're not, like, so into it. Like, you don't like to dress up, right? Mm-hmm. No. So what are you? Just, like, I like all the movies. Okay. Some candy. Candy, pumpkin, pumpkin beers, beer. movies, that's scary it. movies in it. Okay, that's Haunted a very house. adult. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. I've only had, I feel like I've had a couple paranormal experiences, but the most recent one that I remember was that I was laying in bed. I was trying to go to sleep. I fell asleep, but I fell asleep with like my arm out, like my arm stretched out. Okay. And I woke up and it woke me up. So it was enough to literally wake me up with the feeling of someone's finger from my palm all the way up my arm. So someone put their finger on my palm and spread it all the way up my arm. And it so much so that it, I felt it and it woke me up and I woke up and there was obviously nobody there. And now I can't ever fall asleep with like my oh. arm stretched out. Like everything has to be like tucked, tucked in. in, but it was so memorable and so strong 
Like it, like I said, it literally woke me up. It was that much. I felt it. I really felt it. Oh no, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was like my most recent paranormal experience. But anyway, this story is called the eerie attic. I don't have an attic in my house. Me neither. Do people really fucking have attics? What's the point of an attic? Like seriously. Yeah. Just I don't, throw I don't shit know. up there and never see it again. You don't literally never see it again. Yeah. But whatever. If they're eerie, I'm glad I don't have one. A few years ago, I moved into a one bedroom apartment in Melbourne, Australia. It was my first time living on my own. The apartment block had just been built or had been built, sorry, in the 1930s. I'd been there for a few months when I came home from work one day and went into the bathroom. I saw something strange, a wooden board, which had covered a hole in the ceiling that led to a small attic space, lay fractured in two pieces on the ground. I examined the pieces. The board was an inch thick and would have taken a Bruce Lee kick to break it in. I thought the landlord had sent someone to work on the attic. I was frozen stiff with fear. Someone is up there for sure, I thought. I emailed pictures to the landlord, asking if anyone had been there uh, with an undertone of annoyance since she hadn't warned me. Her reply read, please call me as soon as you're able to. I called, and she explained that her last two tenants had said the same thing happened. She promised, promised to replace the board, and she did. A month later, I woke up one night around 4 a.m. My body was covered in goosebumps. It felt like someone was rubbing his or her hands on me. Everything was silent, but then I heard a dragging sound coming from above my bed. It was as if someone was pulling a sack of potatoes. I froze, convinced someone was up there. There is no way an animal could make that sound. After five minutes, I worked up the courage to turn on the light, armed myself with a cricket bat, and walked to the bathroom. That's when I saw the new board covering the hole was broken in two. I felt sick. The dragging sound had stopped, but I heard something else, whispering. The sound was clear and coming from the attic. It sounded like children's voices, and I could hear one sentence repeated over and over, It's your turn. It's your turn. I switched on every light in the apartment to make things feel normal. It was 5 a.m. and dark outside. I watched TV to try and unwind. Then a fuse blew. My pet, Budgie, Dexter, who I kept in the kitchen, usually never made a sound at night, but he started squawking like he was being strangled. I've never heard him make those sort of noises. He was screaming. I grabbed my car keys, ran out, sat in my car, and waited there until the sun came up. When I saw people walking their dogs, this comforted me enough to go back in. The front door was open, but I figured I might have forgotten to close it when I ran out. I went to the kitchen to check on Dexter, but he wasn't in his cage. I felt sick again. All my windows were closed, so I looked everywhere inside. When I walked to the bathroom, I heard splashing. Dexter was half drowned in the toilet. I took him out, washed him, and dried him. I was so confused. At 8 a.m., I called the landlord and gave her a watered-down version of the night. Oh, wow. You heard the whispering, too, she said. I stayed in the apartment for another 18 months. I heard the whispering on a few occasions, and twice the board covering the hole in the ceiling moved. Although I lived elsewhere now, the landlord recently called. She said that her new tenants had begged to speak with me about some of the stuff that's been going on there. Forget it. It's their problem now. I have one big bone to pick with this. Okay. If you're running out to your car and your dog is making all those noises, why aren't you taking your dog? I don't think it's a dog. It's a, it was a bird. Oh. Yeah. So he left the bird in his in the I bird's would have left cage. The bird too. Wait, he said it was a bird? Yeah, well, I mean, he said it was my pet Budgie. And his name was Dexter, and I, I think that Budgie Dexter. No, <laughs> it's pet Budgie named Dexter. Got it. I think it was a bird cuz he said it was squawking. Mhm. Oh. Yeah. How did you stay there for 18 months? 
That's what I never understood. When people, like, especially in these movies and stuff, if they, um, like, if it was, like, move into a house and it's, like, haunted and all these experiences are happening, how are you not moving right away? Immediately. The next day. Right away. Like, my stuff is packed. Yeah. If that's going on. Yeah. No, my bags are packed. I'm staying in a hotel. I'm not doing this for another minute. I don't care. 18 months. How long it takes to sell the house after yeah. that. I will pay for a fucking hotel, but I am not going back there. I'm not sleeping yeah. there again. I never yeah. understood that. Was that a, a real one or made up? No, that was a real one. That was um on Reddit. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't like that at all. Yeah, me neither. And yeah, we hope that you all stay safe on this Halloween and stay spooky, but not too spooky. Because <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, sorry, that was cute. That was very mom of you. <laughs> and I guess um, my wets and dries are all just mushed up together this week. Yeah. I'm too tired. I can't even My brain is fried. I can't tell you good from bad right now. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, as far as I'm concerned, it's all bad. It's everything sucks. <laughs> everything sucks. <laughs> On Thank that you note, for joining us, and we will see you next week. Next week, if we make it there. Bye.